the uh, CRL Commission uh, today is holding investigative hearings on alleged abuse at the Interheaven Fellowship Church. Now, the hearings are as a result of allegations of abuse that are said to have taken place at the church. The alleged victims are scheduled to give testimony over two days from today. And uh, we hear more about this from our reporter, Maya Ketla Mosabe, who is currently attending the hearings. Maya Ketla, thanks so much for stepping out uh, to briefly speak to us. So please share with us, uh, first and foremost, uh, just a little bit of background on the Interheaven Fellowship Church and also uh, details of this hearings. Um, you know, why exactly is uh, this investigation taking place? Have a good day to you, Sakina. Yes, of course, I just stepped out of uh, the session uh, at this stage. Uh, but as you uh, requested, just a brief background about this church. Uh, it was founded in 2015. It is uh, about five years old um, in Mayerton, south of Johannesburg. And of course, we understand uh, that uh, uh, the leader, Matlakwa um, Namaliko, uh, he's the one who is actually at the front of these allegations of abuse here. Uh, we understand that he has got a mission uh, housed at that particular church complex in Mayerton. And uh, we hear uh, that all these allegations of rape, sexual abuse, um, uh, exploitation um, happened in that, at that particular uh, compound or uh, the church mission. And uh, from what we hear uh, this morning, um, uh, Sakina, is that, uh, I mean, the, the, the first person who took the stand, Fedris uh, Mbikai, he's the former pastor at Heaven International Fellowship, and uh, what he actually detailed in his uh, opening statement is that um, many of these um, uh, victims uh, that actually opened up about the allegations of abuse, sexual abuse, exploitations that um, are alleged to have taken place at that particular uh, church mission um, range from allegations of rape, of course, but these are girls between the ages of 16 and women uh, around the ages of, uh, you know, from 30 to 35. And he says that um, he feels that they were in a cult movement accompanied by climate of fear because every time when these uh, victims uh, wanted to speak out, they would actually mention the fact that he would threaten to kill them and their families. In one of the incidents, he says that one of the church members was also beaten to death after he was suspected of stealing church sound equipment or instruments. And as a result, uh, some of the church members were then requested to actually um, uh, put together about 100,000 to buy these instruments. And um, on the other side, families also scared uh, to actually help uh, their children to open cases because there would also be afraid of uh, him wanting uh, to bomb or petrol bomb their houses. These are some of the allegations that are coming out uh, of this session. But that was the first uh, witness, Sakina, at this stage when I stepped out of that boardroom. There is a very young couple. This is a very young couple who uh, are telling the commission that... Um, they went to the church after they were persuaded uh, by the pastor that they had to sell their property in order to serve God. And they did as uh, advised, allegedly, by the pastor to say that if you really want to serve God, you need to sell your property and come and leave. 
in the uh, the mission uh, uh, house of the church, and they did as requested. But according to Sonia Tugudu, uh, she's currently 25. She says that uh, once they moved to the church, there was some um, you know internet uh, issues with internet connection as she was trying to submit her school assignments. As a result, she reported these to uh, the pastor, who then moments later requested her to come. Uh, to his cottage, uh, which is next to a garage at that particular mission house. She did as, as requested, but to her surprise, then she then went into his room uh, as called by the pastor. The pastor hugged her, and then he gave her uh, an incense uh, uh, speak. It was burning, and... Um, he then requested her to pray and take off her clothes because she says that we were taught not to question uh, prophets. We were told to never question the pastors. She obliged and uh, took off her clothes and prayed, and then the pastor went out, and the prophet went out, came in, and went, and then suddenly um, he felt the fingers of this pastor in her private parts, and he later raped her, and he continued to do that. And when she told him to stop doing what he was doing, to stop this act, uh, according to her, she says that she was trying, I mean, he was trying to sort of, uh, you know, take her from all these uh, cases that are happening in her family. Uh, according to her, her, her daughter had issues of bleeding, and um, he was trying to disconnect her from her ancestral spirit, something like that, as he mentioned it. And um, as a result, uh, she, she just then decided uh, to keep quiet about it, and this was just eating odds on her. So, which is why she's here today with her husband to actually detail her own experiences at that particular uh, mission house of this particular church. So, she's currently speaking, and we'll also uh, hear from her husband in a few moments. Mahaki Ketla, let's uh, leave you to get back into that hearing. Our reporter, Mahaki Ketla Musambi, there, uh, giving us uh, the latest uh, of uh, what is happening at the CRL Commission into investigations into uh, the Heaven International Fellowship Church in Mayaton. And uh, as you heard there, absolutely, absolutely shocking evidence being led already. And earlier, um, as Mahaki Ketla was saying, uh, one of the pastors at the church, when he was testifying, I, I happened to uh, watch a little bit of it and and he was talking about a young girl who actually came to him and and she had complained um, because she was raped by the pastor and um, the girl he says uh, was a virgin and when he confronted the pastor and at some point confronted him with the girl he said uh, this is uh, the prophet now uh, who heads up the church said that he was grooming 
this young girl for her husband. And apparently he had done this to many of the young girls at the church. And as you heard from Ayakha Ketla, uh, the evidence being led is that uh, not just young girls, but older women in the church as well uh, fell prey to this sort of uh, sexual predatory from the prophet. So this uh, particular hearing uh, will be taking place today and tomorrow. So we'll follow up with Ayakha Ketla to find out what more comes out of this.